Welcome back to Sister Ellicast T, where we talk about all things church related. My name is Allison C. Holt, and I am your host. Today, we are going to continue our journey through the Bible here in 2024. Listen, we started in the book of Genesis, and we are finishing up the book of Judges. Yes, we are all the way down to the book of Judges. We have learned some great things we have gleaned from the word of god how we apply the word to our life what we want to apply to our life the things that we do not want to do we do not want to fall into the hands of an angry god we want to be obedient to his word we want to be careful to keep his commandments and in order to keep his commandments here in 2024 we have to pray and ask the lord to help us we have to do just like the the um apostles did or the disciples if you will back in the time of jesus in the new testament and hopefully we will read about that how they said help us lord increase our faith is one way it said in the king james version increase our faith boy you want us to do these things these are the things that we have to do these are the commandments that we have to follow lord we need you to increase our faith dear god so yes we have to pray and ask the lord to increase our faith give us strength the bible tells us also in the new testament that um hit the, the uh, god's grace is sufficient for us in our time of weakness when we feel like we can't go on we feel like we can't uh continue uh, to um, go through the trials and the tribulations that we go through. The Bible also tells us in the book of Psalms that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers us out of them all. So we have learned many things as we journey here in the Old Testament that we are trying or we are asking God to help us to apply to our lives and not only to apply to our lives but to live it on a daily basis so that we will be righteous in the eyesight of god it does not matter how man sees us we want to be righteous in god's eyesight why because god is the only one that has a heaven and a hell to put us in so we want to be righteous in god's eyes so now today we're going to finish up the book of judges we're going to go over uh, chapter 13 and chapter 16 talking about the birth of samson uh and samson and delilah yes we have made it all the way to samson and see here in the book of judges it's almost as though we're just reading stories but let me tell you there there's um, a lot to gather from these stories that are we are reading. We're gathering some things that we should not do, like Jephthah's vow. He vowed to God, whatever comes out of my door as I go home from battle, this is what I will sacrifice unto you. And what came out of his door when he returned from battle? It was his one and only child. It was his daughter that he had to sacrifice unto God. And he was very sorry after that, that he made that vow. So we must not make vows um, uh, all willy-nilly, if you will. We have to um, think about what we're saying unto the Lord or, or the vows that we make 
because some of those vows we may not want to keep. So it's very important that we watch out for things of this nature. We learned about Gideon and how God called him and how Gideon felt about the call wherewith he was called. Gideon did not feel like he was the one. He did not feel like he was able uh, to meet the call or why was God calling him? He was just this lowly, the least, not only in his family, but the least in his clan. He was the least. Why is God calling me? Well, God calls us. God knows who we are on the inside. It does not matter what family we came from. It does not matter uh, what situation we're living in, what state that we're in now. God is the one who made us who we are. God made us in his image. God gave us the characteristics that are on the inside of us. Sometimes I wanted to be, I'll be like, God, you made me who I am. And it is what it is. If, if I'm not who you desire for me to be, you are the one who made me from the dust of the earth. And we have to remind God that he made us from the dust of the earth which he already knows that but he wants us to realize it ourselves and to remind god loves it when we remind him of his word now let me continue on i'm just being a chatterbox at this time so we're going to go to judges the 13th chapter we're going to read the birth of about the birth of samson then we're going to go to Judges, the 16th chapter. We're going to read about Samson and Delilah. Then we are going to come back and give our brief summary of both chapters. Now let us go to Judges, the 13th chapter. And we're going to start at the first verse. And listen, these chapters are very short. So we will be done in no time. Now, Judges the 13th chapter is the birth of Samson. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Isn't that something? How the chapter itself starts out about the evil that the children of Israel, his chosen people, is doing in his eyesight. Listen, we've read about it in the previous uh, uh podcast we read about it in joshua if you will and go back to the joshua podcast and listen how the old said when joshua died he left men um behind that had uh come through the wilderness they were um experienced coming out of egypt and they experienced the wilderness experience and they saw all the great things that god did for the people of israel joshua died then these great um, elders died, and then a new generation sprung up. The new generation, the kids' kids, if you will. The kids, those grandkids, or those great, great grandkids came on the scene and listened. They didn't know anything about Egypt. They didn't know anything about the wilderness. They only know the stories that were told to them. And listen, they turned away from God and they began to serve idol gods. They began to serve the gods of the people in the land which God promised them and which God told them not to do, but God 
that God knew they were going to do it anyway because he told Moses before Moses died. God told Moses, and go back to the podcast, we talked about that as well. God told Moses that they were going to turn away from him and they were going to serve idol gods. And listen here, all the way in the book of Judges, we read the first sentence in uh, the first verse, if you will, in the book of Joshua chapter 13. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. A certain man of Zorah named Manoah from the clan of the Danites had a wife who was sterile and remained childless she was barren the angel of the lord appeared to her and said you are sterile and childless but you are going to conceive and have a son now see to it that you drink no wine listen details details that's another thing that we're learning on this journey that god is very detail oriented hear me god is very detail oriented and we have to listen to the details and that's one of our prayers listen that's one of our prayers as we journey through the bible that god helps us to hear with our ears our spiritual ears to the details that he's telling us not only with our natural ears but with our spiritual ears help us to hear the details and not only to hear the details but to obey the details as well so that is another thing that we have gleaned from our journey through the bible and listen there are the lord is giving her details listen we're gonna go back here let's go back to verse two a certain man of, of zora named anor from the clan of Danite had a wife who was sterile and remained childless. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are sterile and childless, but you are going to conceive and have a son. Now see to it that you drink no wine or other fermented drink, and that you do not eat anything unclean, because you will conceive and give birth to a son. No razor may be used on his head because the boy is to be a Nazarite set apart to God from birth and he will begin the deliverance of Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Then the woman went to her husband and told him, a man of God came to me. He looked like an angel of God, very awesome. I didn't ask him where he came from and he didn't tell me his name. I must say that I'm reading from the NIV version. I'm reading from the New International Version of the Bible. However, I prefer the King James Version of the Bible. But here I am reading from the NIV for our new believers. For all the new believers, I am reading from the NIV that you may gain a, understanding, a better understanding. But the King James Version is my preferred version the woman began to tell her husband the man came to me he looked like an angel of god he's very awesome 
I didn't ask him where he came from and he didn't tell me his name. But he said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Now then drink no wine or other fermented drink and do not eat anything unclean because the boy will be a Nazarite of God from birth until the day of his death. Now we can go into um, depth here and we can um, talk about why she could not drink wine and why she could not drink fermented drink because those type of things will flow into the child but we're not going into depth we're just reading here but we can go into depth uh to find out why and or i should say to talk about why so but i want you to go and study why the lord told her about no wine and uh no fermented drink and not to cut his hair and things of that nature go and do your research and find out why God said this to her because basically he's going to be set aside but there is more detail that I would like for you to go and find out on your own court then Manoah prayed to the Lord oh Lord I beg you let the man of God you sent to us come again to teach us how to bring up the boy who is to be born God heard Manoah and the and the angel of the of God came again to the woman while she was out in the field but her husband her husband Manoah was not with her the woman hurried to tell her husband he's here the man who appeared to me the other day Manoah got up and followed his wife when he came to the man he said, are you the one who talked to my wife? I am, he said. So Manoah asked him, when your words are fulfilled, what is to be the rule for the boy's life and his work? The angel of the Lord answered, your wife must do all that I have told her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine nor drink any wine or other fermented drink nor eat anything unclean she must do everything i have commanded her manoah said to the angel of the lord we would like you to stay until we prepare a young goat for you the angel of the lord replied even though you detain me i will not eat any of your food but if you prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Manoah did not realize that it was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoah inquired of the angel of the Lord, what is your name? So that we may honor you when your word comes true. He replied, why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding, my God. Then Manoah took a young goat together with the grain offering and sacrificed it on a rock to the Lord. And the Lord did an amazing thing while Manoah and his wife watched. As the flame blazed up from the altar toward heaven, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame. Seeing this, Manoah and his wife fell with their faces to the ground when the angel of the lord did not show himself again to manoah and his wife manoah realized that it was the angel of the lord when 
we are doomed to die he said to his wife we have seen god but his wife answered if the lord had meant to kill us he would not have accepted a burnt offering and grain offering from our hands nor shown us all these things or now told us this the woman gave birth to a boy and named his name samson he grew and the lord blessed him and the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he was in Mahana, Mahanadan, between Zorah and Eshbel. My God from Zion, that is Judges, the 13th chapter. And see, I wanted to go back. You know, my mind is racing. I wanted to go back and talk about how Manoah began to ask the angel, what is your name? And the angel replied and said, why are you asking, my, asking me my name? If this is the angel of the Lord. And Manoah wanted to, let's see if I can find that scripture really quick. Uh, verse 17. Then Manoah inquired of the angel of the Lord, what is your name? So that we may honor you when your word comes true. And the angel replied, basically he replied, why do you uh, ask my name? It is beyond your understanding. Now, we know that there are times in the Bible, or if we don't know, there are times in the Bible when the angel come down, the scripture say first, it'll say it's the angel of the Lord, then the scripture will go and talk about that it is God. And here it does not do that. So Manoah is asking the angel, his name and the angel wants to know why do you want to know my name Manoah because it's beyond understanding you wouldn't understand it if I told you but Manoah wanted to um how exactly did it say let's say we want to honor you when your word comes true so the honor is due to God it's not due to an angel and that's one thing that kind of stood out to me when I began to read it just now I'm not saying that I it hasn't stood out, but I want to make sure that I come back in reference to you so you can go back and do your study. How Manoah asked the angel's name because he wanted to honor his name when his word come to pass. All the glory goes to God the Father. All the glory goes to God the Father. All the glory goes to to God the Father. Bless the Lord. And that's all I'm going to say on that aspect. And now we're going to flip over to Judges, the 16th chapter. We're going to read that. And then we are going to come back and do our synopsis of chapters 13 and chapter 16, talking about Samson. Chapter 16, verse 1. One day Samson went to Gaza, where he saw a prostitute. He went in to spend the night with her. The people of Gaza were told, Samson is here. So they surrounded the place and lay in wait for him all night at the city gate. They made no move during the night, saying, at dawn we'll kill him. But Samson lay there only until the middle of the night. Then he got up and took hold of the doors of the city gate 
together with the two posts and tore them loose. Bar and all. We know that Samson grew up to be a very strong man. If you did not know, I want you to go and read the book of Judges and you will learn all that you need to know about Samson. Now, so, and Samson did not lay down. He took the body. He lifted them to his shoulders and carried them to the top of the hill that faces Hebron. Sometime later, he fell in love with a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. The rules of the Philistines went, or the rulers of the Philistines went to her and asked, See if you can lure him into showing you the secret of his great strength and how we can overpower him so we may tie him up and subdue him. Now see, we're learning that Samson is a very strong individual. Now it can also uh, be a connection to why the Lord began to tell his mother when she um, conceived him not to eat this and not to eat that not to drink this and not to drink that i'm just giving you some clues because i want you to go and study it for yourselves so uh samson took the gate and the post and everything and sometime later he fell in love with delilah and the rulers of the philistines went to her and said see if you can lure him into showing you the secret of his great strength and how we can overpower him so we may tie him up and subdue him each one of us will give you 1100 shekels of silver money boy money talks listen Money make people do a lot of evil things. So Delilah said to Samson, Tell me the secret of your great strength and how you can be tied up and subdued. Samson answered her, If anyone ties me with seven fresh thongs that have not yet dried or not been dried, I become as weak as any other man. Then the rulers of the Philistines brought her seven fresh thongs and that had not been dried, and she tied him with them. With men hitting in the room, she called to him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. But he snapped the thongs as easily as a piece of string snaps when it comes close to a flame. So the secret of his strength was not discovered. Then Delilah said to Samson, you have made a fool of me. You lied to me. Come now, tell me how you can be tied. He said, if anyone ties me uh, securely with new ropes that have never been used, I will become as weak as any other man. So Delilah took new ropes and tied him with them. Then, with men hidden in the room, she called him Samson. The Philistines, or Philistines, however you want to pronounce it, are upon you. But he snapped the rope off his arms as if they were threads. Then Delilah said to Samson, Until now, you have been making a fool of me and lying to me. Tell me how 
you can be tired. Now listen, this woman had did this to him twice. Why on earth would you go and tell her the secrets to your strength when when she's she's tried to uh, get you um, caught up two times in a row? Mm-mm-mm. Until now, you have made, been making a fool of me and lying to me. But the Bible says she was in love with her. Tell me how you can be tied. He replied, if you weave the seven braids of my head into the fabric on the loom and tighten it with the pin, I'll become as weak as... See, he's playing. He's, he, he's playing with the devil. This is what I say. He is playing with the devil. Now, he said... On a loom and tighten it with the pen, I'll become as weak as any other man. So while he was sleeping, Delilah took the seven braids of his hair, wove them into the fabric, and tightened it with the pen. Again, she called him Samson. The Philistines are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and pulled up, up the pen and the loom with the fab fabric. Then she said to him, how can you say I love you? Mm. Then she said unto him, let me read that again. How can you say I love you when you won't confide in me? This is the third time you have made a fool of me and haven't told me the secret of your great strength. Now she's telling him herself, this is the third time. That you told me a lie and I, I did what you told me to do and you still have strength. Now, should he not realize on his own accord? My God from Zion. Here we go. Uh, with such nagging, she nagged him and prodded him day after day after day until he was tired to death. So he told her everything. No razor. Remember we, re we read the details. The angel told his mother that no razor should be upon his head. He shall be a Nazarite from birth till his death. No razor has ever been used on my head, he said. Because I have been a Nazarite set apart to God since birth. If my head be shaved, my strength would leave me, and I would become as weak as any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her everything, she sent word to the rulers of the Philistines. Come back once more. He has told me everything. So the rulers of the Philistines returned with the silver in their hands. They came back with the money. Having put him to sleep in her lap, she rocked him right asleep. She called a man to shave off the seven braids of his hair and so began to subdue him. And his strength left him listen. God made a covenant with Manoah, his wife. According to the details, that was a covenant that was made. That was an agreement. A covenant means agreement. Agreement. That was an agreement made between uh, Manoah, his wife, and God 
for her child to take away her barrenness so she can have a child. There was a covenant made. And one of, one of the stipulations of the covenant was that his hair was not to be cut. Or else, as we see here in uh, verse 20, that his strength will leave him. Or actually in verse 19. So, and his, also oh, they cut off his hair and his strength left him. So the covenant was broken. Then she called Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before. I will shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. God was not with him. God was gone. All that strength was because of God. Listen, we can do nothing in our own strength, our human strength. Listen, we are made from the dust of the earth. We are nothing without God. So now that his hair has been cut, God is no longer with him. He shakes himself, not knowing that God has left him. And let's see what happens. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Then the Philistines seized him, gouged out his eyes, and took him down to Gaza. Binding him with bronze shackles, they set him to grinding in the prison. But the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Listen, the hair is going to grow back. The power is in the hair in this instance. In Samson's case, the power was in his hair. Now the rulers of the Philistines assembled to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, which is their god, lowercase g-o-d, and to celebrate saying, our god, lowercase g-o-d, has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hands. When the people saw him, they they praised their God, saying, Our God has delivered our enemy into our hands, the one who laid waste our land and multiplied our slain. While they were high in high spirits, they shouted, Bring out Samson to entertain us, my God from Zion. So they called Samson out of the prison, and he performed for them. Listen. He performed for them according to the NIV version. When they stood him amongst the pillars, Samson said to the servant who held his hand, Put me where I can feel the pillars that support the temple so that I may lean against them. Now the temple was crowded with men and women. All the rulers of the Philistines were there. And on the roof were about 3,000 men and women watching Samson perform. My God from Zion. Then Samson, uh, uh, Samson is still a man of God. He's still a child of God. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, a sovereign Lord. Remember me, O God, he said. Please strengthen me just once more. And let me with one blow get revenge on the philistines for my two eyes 
Then Samson reached toward the two pillars on each on which the temple stood, bracing himself against them, his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other. Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. Then he pushed with all his might and down came the temple on the rulers and all the people in it. Thus, he killed many more when he died than while he lived. Then his brothers and his father's whole family went down to get him. They brought him back and buried him between Zorah and Eshul in the tomb of Manoah, his father, and had led Israel 20 years. My God from Zion. Listen, and this is a tidbit for you. Archaeologists have excavated temples from Samson's period. Typically, wooden pillars were set close together to support a roof, which sometimes excluded a covered area for spectators. Quite possibly, this structure was already creaking under the weight of 3,000 people who would have crowded to one side to see Samson perform. Samson managed to push the pillars off their stone base and the roof collapsed. Listen, God is a God of his word. God is a gracious God. God is a merciful God. Even though Samson told the secrets of his strength, God came back and let him or allowed him to avenge his enemy. And he killed more at his death than he had killed in his lifetime. My God from Zion, that's a, let's, let's go and find out what our summary is going to be here about chapters 13 and chapters 16. They detail the birth, the life, and the death of Samson, one of the most uh, powerful judges of Israel, known for his miraculous strength and tragic downfall. That lets us know, yes, great men and women of God fall. These chapters book in the story of Samson, highlighting his divine appointment, his struggles, and his ultimate act of redemption against the Philistines. Now, chapter 13 begins with the Israelites doing evil in the sight of the Lord, leading to their oppression by the Philistines for 40 years. Listen, these people stay in. It's a cycle. We learn that here in the book of Judges, it's a cycle in and out, in and out, in and out. The Philistines oppressed them for 40 years. An angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah and his barren wife announcing the birth of a son who would begin to deliver Israel from the Philistines. The son, whose name is Samson, is a Nazarite from birth dedicated to God which includes abstaining from wine and not cutting his hair. It's in the details. The angel provides specific instructions for the child's upbringing, emphasizing the Nazarite vow. Manoah's wife following these instructions and Samson's 
is born. The chapter ends noting that the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him, indicating his special role in God's plan for Israel. Chapter 16 details Samson's involvement with Delilah, his capture by the Philistines, and his final act of vengeance. The Philistines bribed Delilah to discover the secret of Samson's strength. After three failed attempts, she finally persuaded Samson to reveal that his strength lies in his uncut hair, a symbol of his Nazarite vow to God. While Samson's asleep, Delilah has his hair cut and the Philistines or Philistines capture him. The Philistines gouge out Samson's eyes and imprison him in Gaza, where he is put to work grinding at the mill. My God, from Zion, from, from citizen high to citizen low, my God. However, his hair begins to grow back. During a celebration in a Philistine temple, Samson is brought out to entertain the Philistines. He prays to God for strength, one last time and pushes against the central pillars of the temple. The temple collapses, killing Samson and thousands of Philistines. This act of destruction is seen as Samson's final victory over the Philistines and a fulfillment of his role to begin their deliverance from Philistine oppression. Chapters 13 and 16 of Judges encapsulates the narrative arc of Samson, a figure of immense potential and tragic flaws. His life is marked by divine purpose, personal weakness, very weak in the female area, if you if you if you will, and a complex relationship with the Philistines. Despite his failings, Samson's story is ultimately one of the of redemption as he as his final act contributes to the deliverance of Israel, reflecting the theme of divine sovereignty and human responsibility that run through the book of judges listen samson was set aside for god but being a man he had weaknesses he had flaws women was his weakness and that is what got initially got him killed but God was with him through it all. And God allowed him to avenge his adversaries. God allowed him to, to uh, gain vengeance against his enemy. So that is the book of Judges. We have read for you the birth of Samson, Samson and Delilah and Samson's death. Let us pray. May God bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, thank you for listening to Sister Ellie Kate's Tea, where we talk about all things church-related here in the year of 2024. We are on a journey through the Bible. Listen, <coughs> excuse me. We are doing a lot of reading. We're not doing 
a lot of in-depth study as we have done on previous podcasts where we really dig deep into the Word of God here. Right now we're reading, we're coming back, we're doing brief summaries of what we've read. We talk about what we get as we read, what you know the Lord gives to us or what stands out to us. That is how we are doing it so far in 2024. That does not mean that we will not go into some depth in the Word of God, which I'm quite sure that is going to happen as we read why because we want to gain an understanding of what the word of god is saying to us please like comment follow share there are going to be links in the description please click on the links and see what uh the lord has for you uh follow this ministry on all social media platforms light in darkness lit allison c holt and i want to say that i love you and i will be talking to you very soon